Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. I just don't know how the NFL continues to do it. What an amazing, compelling product week after week. Saturday, you had the Vikings' amazing comeback. You had a great game in the snow in Buffalo. And then Sunday, you had that ridiculously stunning ending to the Patriots-Raiders game in Las Vegas. And these type of events seem to happen week after week. And it's why the NFL is the king among sports leagues in the United States. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday, December 19th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Thanks for listening to the Buzzcast. Speaking of an amazingly compelling product, well, that was the World Cup. And the World Cup from Qatar signed off a thrilling, thrilling final on Sunday and just overall a very competitive tournament. And yes, while Qatar presented major political challenges and while there were some early operational miscues, overall the tournament ran more or less pretty smoothly. People seem to be happy about the operation and the organization. Now, all eyes look toward the 2026 World Cup in North America, hosted by the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, and it will be organized on an expedited schedule. Organizers are really losing half a year because of the World Cup being held so late this year. So after doing a full download on Qatar, FIFA will then re-engage with the North American host markets and the tournament's 16 host cities. There will also be an additional 16 teams in the 2026 tournament, meaning more games with a new format. And leaders say that early projections for ticket sales for 2026 are anywhere from 5.5 to 5.8 million in ticket sales. That would nearly double the 3 million that were sold in Qatar. And we mentioned this last week, but FIFA expects to earn $11 billion in this next four-year period from 23 to 26, they'll see major increases in revenue with the World Cup being held in North America. That $11 billion figure would be a 50% increase from Qatar, and that is tied mainly to increases in sponsorships, ticketing, and hospitality. Overall, in revenue from Qatar, FIFA brought in about $7.5 billion from the 2019 to 2022 commercial cycle. That was still a billion more than they estimated. So again, big revenue continues to pour into FIFA and global soccer, and the 2026 World Cup will be massive. Let's move on from soccer. Puck News reported over the weekend that Apple is out of negotiations for the NFL Sunday ticket package. Apple was seen as a front runner for the package, but as of now, it hasn't been able to reach a deal with the NFL. Now, it's well known that both Apple and the NFL are used to deals getting done on their terms. And it has been reportedly very, very hard for these two uh, alpha dogs to be flexible enough to reach a deal. 
Puck's Dylan Byers reported that with Apple out, it could be down to Amazon and Google. And he speculates Amazon would use the Sunday ticket to drive Prime subscriptions, while Google would use it to really jumpstart its YouTube business. So the NFL Sunday ticket deal with DirecTV ends after this year. So those talks taking longer than anticipated and still no deal yet with the NFL's Sunday ticket package. Let's shift to golf because a very, very big executive loss for Live Golf. As COO Atul Kosla resigned on Friday, he is a veteran sports executive. He worked for years on the business side of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's very well respected. He was seen as the executive with the best understanding of Live Golf's impending franchise model. He was also seen as someone who could really try to drive any new media deal or any media deal in the United States and potentially shaping a sponsorship model for Live Golf's. Kosla's resignation comes as a real surprise. The London Telegraph reported that his resignation came after disagreements with leaders of Saudi Arabia's public investment fund and the sovereign wealth fund that is underwriting Live Golf about the progress or maybe lack thereof progress around Live Golf. But the bottom line is this is a big, big loss for Live Golf. And so you'll have to see how they shore up their executive ranks. Let's move on to baseball because we are still seeing free agency deals in baseball. But you cannot overlook the massive spending by baseball teams during and after this year's winter meetings. Right now, it is at more than $1.6 billion that has been handed out in terms of new contracts, and the teams are still spending. And it should be noted that we're seeing a couple of owners really drive the market. Steve Cohen of the Mets, uh, the Phillies, John Middleton, the Yankees, Hal Steinbrenner, the Padres, Peter Seidler. Um, But you still have a major delta between these owners that are spending a lot of money and the team sitting on the sideline. Over the weekend, the Seattle Times' Larry Stone, who's a very good baseball reporter, noted that there might be a $300 million payroll gap between the Mets at the top of the ladder and the A's and the Pirates at the bottom. And that's just not good for the game to see such dramatic disparities. But most are amazed at the size of the deals. But remember, baseball is doing well as a business. And many owners saw what the Phillies were able to do, just getting into the playoffs, getting to the World Series, and then really grabbing onto the local fan base. There's a lot of revenue in the game right now. There is labor peace, and a few teams don't fear paying the luxury tax. Agent Scott Boris said revenue and competitiveness are driving the team's spending this season. It was interesting. He said there used to be 40% of baseball teams that really tried to compete. Now he puts that number between 60 to 65% of the clubs think they have an opportunity to make the playoffs and go to the World Series. Now, Boris, by the way, has been the big winner off the field as he did deal after deal for his clients. And noted MLB writer Bill Madden of the New York Daily News stated Boris had the most phenomenal two weeks of any agent doing deals worth up to $1.2 billion. So Scott Boris certainly having a very, very good month of December and baseball teams, most of them, many of them spending big dollars on contracts. And we'll end the buzzcast around NWSL expansion. 
as that is coming more into focus as the league is reportedly focused on San Francisco, Tampa Bay, and Boston. Those are the finalists for the last of the two teams being added to the NWSL in 2024. The other team, widely known going to Utah, that'll be owned by David Blitzer and Ryan Smith. This news, this breakdown of expansion, was first reported by our friends at Sportico. The highest initial bid of an expansion fee from the three teams is well over $40 million, according to the report, which is indicative of the growth and interest in that league. But expansion is coming to the NWSL, and the league is starting to really narrow down its potential markets. And so that is your morning buzzcast for Monday, December 19th. I'm Abe Madcore. Thanks for listening to the buzzcast. We will do the buzzcast through Wednesday, December 21st of this week, and then take a short break for the holidays. But until I speak to you again, stay healthy, be good to each other, and I'll speak to you on Tuesday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.